live in the dungeon. This is the Dream Warrior Review. I'm Kurt Thomas. I'm Nick Strawn. All right. <laughs> Let me see. A faded television actor and his stunt double strive to achieve fame and success in the film industry during the final years of Hollywood's golden age in 1969. Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. I was Los Angeles. Like, Los Angeles. Los Angeles. I was trying to read that like what's that guy? The lifestyles yeah. of the rich and famous. <laughs> well, a faded oh. actor. I need to do uh, more ups and downs, actor. right? Yeah, and, and more ups and downs. And and and, and see that guy's whole voice was channeling like a 1930s yeah. radio broadcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A faded television actor and his st- I can't do it. <laughs> yes. I tried. You're you're right about that. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say I I've I I always get annoyed with uh Leonardo DiCaprio, I, I think he might be a dick in real life, but I don't have any reason to think that. <laughs> it's just, but it's, and I, I want to not like him, but he's a fucking awesome actor. He's an amazing actor. And then I Brad mean, Pitt is like amazing. And Brad Pitt kind of stole guys, the show, I think, on this one. Yeah, I bit. think I think yeah. he really did. But but you know what? He was in that perfect role where you could you 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 could be the second banana, and and you could relax and just. Slide it on in. There's yeah, one just, amazing scene. I can't talk about it, but it, <laughs> it was unbelievable. That's actually what uh, made the movie for me. I was like, oh my God, finally, this is amazing. <laughs> I was like, now it makes this sense. Is, this this film, So there's a lot of questions. This is yeah. I I'm I'm trying I, I'm still formulating in my head. And how do we talk about it without it? How do we talk about it? How do how do I talk about it without blowing it? But let me set the tone for it. The tone yes, for please. it is 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 right uh, through the early '60s. It's probably about '62 to '66, I think, or no, it's '69 to '69. It? it goes yeah. maybe about '62 to '69, up up through that whole period, and it is fantastic. And it's and the thing that it does, one of the things that it's doing visually, it's it's just throwing. Uh, uh, icons of the it's throwing the sixties at your face. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I yeah. mean, the the way that the neon the the neon came in and, and was showing you all the bars. Yeah, you know yeah. it. You know all the classic oh. El Coyote and and all the different bars and stuff. And here's the thing, a lot of those. You know, the, those places were icons like the the Formosa, El Coyote, uh, you know, all, all those restaurants. What was the other one? The Vantage or something? Well, yeah, yeah. But but another one that they couldn't do because it had been te- torn down was the the uh, Brown Derby. Because uh, yeah. Brown Derby was around when I was down there. Yeah. Uh, and it had the the classic signage and stuff. Is that the one that had the pictures all up in it? Like, right, well, you that see, seen in movies, like, yeah. But Musso's and Frank's has. Oh, the, okay. The, there, okay. there are so many cafes that have so many restaurants have you know walls of of right. of pictures. You know, it, it's like El Coyote is actually different because it doesn't. You know, <laughs> there are pawn shops down there that have, you know, picture collections like you wouldn't. Of course. Do. Laundry. You know, the thing is, is like you could go into a laundry and and I can guarantee you any laundry in, in the valley or, or down in L.A. Um, will will have or had at the time, you know, in the 80s, you know, had like at least 30 or 40 pictures of, you know, customers that came in and. Dropped off there, and you know well, that's how they get their very famous. Yeah, that's exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. Here I'm carrying my face. Give me an autograph, I'm, and I'll give you a discount. 
carrying no I'm, I'm carrying my face yeah in with me which um it's like a coupon yeah it is like a coupon it's really funny we used to sit around and uh and go through the stacks of them like l- literally i mean if you were on a show uh if you were on a tv show in particular the 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 drift you, you know the trash that would be around would be uh those photos <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i mean you know expensive ones the photos and 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 then you'd uh there'd be an attached sheet to it and and we used to like uh <laughs> we could go you could go around at any given time and and, and like uh uh, Freddy's Nightmares, for instance, or <laughs> yeah. Tales from the Dark Side. Right. Uh, you, you would, you would just, uh, you could collect fifty of them, you know, in a heartbeat. Literally, it would take you ten seconds, and you could, you know, you could just scoop. They were everywhere. They were in every corner. They are, they are the litter of Hollywood. <laughs> it, it is the one, the one she, you know, photos. And what was great, and I remember to this day. That uh, there's always this section about uh, special talents, mm-hmm. and, and what you wanted to do is you wanted to go as, as soon as possible to uh, special talents. <laughs> Some of them were great. Some of them were just like uh, like uh, I remember uh, there was this blonde one time that uh, her special talent was um, uh, parallel parking uh, three out of five. Oh my god, <laughs> three out of five. <laughs> <laughs> wow wow there, there you go it's amazing you know, it's like uh uh like uh sometimes uh i'm some of the one different ones i've seen like uh crossing my eye my eyes i could cross my eyes you know that was an under special just weird stuff it, 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 they were hilarious to read through just just so much fun wow so, um, so share, was i film. supposed to not like one of the characters because uh I, oh. I, I don't know. Well, I, I, I guess I could say this about ruining anything. Yeah. I, I felt like sh- the girl, Sharon Tate, was a little bit bubbly and too, like, you know, everything was going so perfectly. And I thought the movie that she was in, the one with Dean Martin, I don't think I've ever seen it, but it I looked horrible. <laughs> was it bad? It was. Oh, yeah. It looked really bad. There, there were She did several really bad films, but, you know. But I, I love the fact that there was, like, all this crossover. Like, Bruce Lee was there. Yeah, and, Bruce Lee. You know, <laughs> for the, the, you know, the Green Hornet. Yeah. That's, the, playing, the, yeah, that's that right. That's interesting. There were so many. The, the thing is, is there are so many iconic things that happened between 62 and 69 that 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 you could grab out of out of LA but but i have to say that uh some of the uh uh there was a lot of cowboy shots yeah oh yeah and, and a lot of the cowboy uh stage stuff was very narrow narrowly parametered mm-hmm. you know because there isn't much of that left and it's kind of hard to find a place to really duplicate it and uh I also noticed. That I wish they would have dirtied up the. It looked too clean for a. Even if I was watching it in, back in the sixties, yeah, it looked too clean. It, it was too but, clean, and you know what was really funny is is uh, when uh, DiCaprio kept throwing yes. trash out. Yeah, <laughs> it would be just like that one piece of trash and go. Uh, that is not a set. <laughs> <laughs> Right. One piece of trash. One piece of trash does not a uh, movie set make. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but but uh, also I noticed. I love the movie posters. Sorry, I mean mo- the, no, no, you're right. The movie the posters movie were posters, really well the done. TV posters. Yeah. Um, I mean, the set design in general was pretty well done. Oh yeah, it was really well done. This is what uh, Quentin Tarantino's vision is like totally right on usually with like period pieces oh yeah like oh yeah no, music he, cars he, you know well what i thought was great was uh the soundtrack and the mm-hmm. radio yes the, the radio yeah. and the combination of the radios and the Do you know what it reminded me of that mm-hmm. movie with um oh, ron howard had wolfman jack in it and it had like it was a lucas movie um, oh american graffiti it was like that right. where the, the music kind of they use the the cars as right. the radio, but right. it transitioned but then, to the houses and to the cafes and the. That's right, but you you know the thing is is visually that was so much more open than this was. Yes, this yeah. was visually very very tight. It's like, um, I, in fact, I think that I noticed this. I, I think that there was not n- not very much optical. Not much CGI because they didn't have huge groups of CGI at the end. Hmm. You could tell that they kind of kept it tight enough uh, to. <laughs> One thing I definitely noticed is see, there are a lot of leftover cranes <laughs> that nobody uses anymore. <laughs> right. So they're probably cheap to rent. <laughs> yeah, probably. Pro- well, if you're on the studio lot, you know, you probably have a lot of them. Uh, a, a lot of the old cranes, the old really big ones that carry up the cameraman and the director at the same time, they were everywhere. You know, it was funny. There was that one I've always shot. wanted one of those. There, there was one shot at the yeah. beginning where we went past... Uh, <laughs> we went past yeah. three of those cranes, which, <laughs> which would never happen. I mean, you know, it, it, in my day when they used them, you know, they're probably the, hard to find. They were, well, they were hard. They were working. You know, I yeah. mean, that was a, that was a constantly working piece of equipment. I do remember seeing like some behind the scenes stuff from like the '60s, and I had like the the crane going up with the guy with the camera, right, right. the guy behind him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like the, I don't know. It was the DP, the, the DP, DP and the director. Yeah, yeah. So it was the DP and the director that would that. And the thing is, is it, it like uh, the way that we did crane shots is is that you had a day. That was your crane shot day, and and what you would do is you would do um, usually, and I mean really usually, the open opening of an episode or a movie, and the closing end of a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in fact, uh, if you think back to Forrest Gump, Forrest Gump, you yep, know, with the feather, with, with the feather, and following it with a crane, and 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 out. And the feather comes out and it pulls out with a crane. Or any Twilight Zone but, episode, right? Well, but but that's the thing is is you had this one day that had two shots, <laughs> and and that was how difficult it was to set those up. Uh, wow. <laughs> and they needed a lot of space. You know, I they I look really nice though. I mean, I wish more people would yeah, use crane shots. No, no. Well, the, the crane shots. Because now it's drones. Well, but here's the problem with the drone, and and here's the thing, uh, though they use cranes with. Um, that have remote heads because you can sit back here. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have a cameraman and a director down there, which is which is what it used to be. The 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 crane used to carry a cameraman and a director, and in order to get it up and balance, you had to put that much weight back on the other side of it. And the whole process of doing that, you mm-hmm. know, and getting people out of cranes 
without launching them into the air. And, and, you know, I mean, if you were on a crane and you had to take a piss, you were 20 minutes away from a piss for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Because, because, you know, the thing is, is if you, even if you jumped off of it, I mean, people have been injured and killed, I'm sure, uh, when people jumped off just before they were supposed to. Because you jump off and then that that crane just shoots up into the air and it slingshots the other person, you know? Wow. And uh, that, that is something that did happen, you know, from time to time. Um, uh, yeah, crane, cranes are amazing. You, you know, uh, I, I've told a story before about uh, uh, working on... Um, Breaking two electric bo- boogaloo, <laughs> right? <laughs> Remember, it? we completely uh, did the the whole dance yeah, sequence, yeah. right? And and the front of the house, the front of the front of the miracles building that we had, you know, uh, we graffitied Zodiac had graffitied it. Uh, the guy whose you know brain has got to be encased in just layer after layer layers of paint, but um, we did the building. And uh, the day the day before we were going to shoot is the first day that the uh, DP comes out, which is always the same thing with a DP is is they come out to something that you've been working on for three weeks, right? They come out and, and, and they notice one problem. That's a problem for them. And they go, I can't believe we're finding out about this now. It, and I'm not kidding. One time I was I was in a building. I was in the technical walkthrough the day before we started shooting on the stage one time. And I was telling the... I was telling my construction coordinator, I said, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's this thing about the, the DP is like, he's going to walk around and he's going to see a problem and, and he's going to say, oh, I can't believe we're finding out about this now. And I'm not kidding. 10 minutes later, we're walking across the building and there's a buzz out of like this, um, this transformer in the corner. <laughs> the DP walks up and he goes, I can't. I can't believe we're fight we're finding out about this now. I'm not kidding. My construction coordinator started to laugh and then everybody turns to him and makes him laugh more. <laughs> he just completely lost it. <laughs> so, but the story that I was telling, this is a this is a uh 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 story time with Mick inside of a story time. I know with Mick. it's it's really weird. Yeah, we're yeah. We're, we're deep into this, so it was have to like uh, add more echoes to the song. Yeah, and make it more demented <laughs> sounding. <laughs> So, uh, put some bins in it. Some bins. Take a little turn. So, so we come. So, uh, the DP goes, Oh, I get, uh, he comes out to this, uh, building that we've done this. And, and right down the middle of the street is the palm trees. And the, it, the, the building was this big community center. It probably was a church at one time. Uh, and there was a, a, a approach of a palm tree in the middle of the street, one after the other, boom, 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 down the street. And so we built out all the stairway and we did all these balloons and we had all the painting and all like, because we're going to dance to save the building, right? <laughs> right. Well, when the DP gets up there, um, he says, oh, yeah, I can't believe we're finding out about this now because the back of the crane that's going to be used for the opening shot <laughs> There's no way this is how big these cranes were. If you were if you had a big crane, you needed so much room in the middle of the street that it that the palm tree, it would hit the palm tree. 
So you either hit it with the front of the crane or the back of the crane, but you were going to hit it with the crane no matter what. And um, and so I said, well, you know, yeah, fine, uh, we'll, we'll do our best. And uh, that I desperately got a hold of a guy that uh, pulls uh, uh, palm trees. There's a, I think you told me this. Yeah, the, the one that transported yeah, yeah. it. And, and we literally, uh, at at dusk that day, we had earth and we had like uh, paint and, and we had gravel right. standing by <laughs> just right at dusk. And if you're going to do, people, if you're going to do something illegal, yeah. immoral, unnatural, <laughs> something like, something that you're going to get in trouble for. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you the best. There are two best times to do that. One is right at, right at dawn. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. And the other is right at dusk. <laughs> Cause nobody can see clearly. Right. You, you yeah. don't have it. You, you know, no matter how many iPhones there are in the world. <laughs> well, it might be different now. Well, correct. Well, Somebody, I, some jackass will be videotaping it. Oh yeah, but but the yeah. thing is, they wouldn't, they wouldn't. Well, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, the thing is, you do it at dusk, right? And so, right at dusk, I I offered him like I think it's between six and eight hundred dollars, and he parks his truck around the corner. Just as just as dusk comes, he comes flying around the corner with this, the, with the back of it all the way up. Was there a signal, or did he just know when to go? He just knew when to go. <laughs> We were waiting for him. We were waiting for him with all this stuff back down around the around the building. And he comes around. I give you know, I give him the, the cash, you know. And he comes back around around the corner. He backs his truck up to it, and uh, and and it's a dump truck. And it's already up. And he just he just flaps a chain around it and lowers it, and just picked that sucker up, and away he went. I mean, if it took him five minutes. Well, those roots are pretty shallow, aren't they? The- oh, yeah, they're just a little... They The, the roots are a tuft that's yeah. almost exactly the same size as the... Uh, is- you know the ball on top and uh and they're really easy to pull out so anyway he went around the corner we came we came from the corner of the building we filled it up with dirt and 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 then you know put uh asphalt on top of it and then scenic painted it so that it looked like the rest of the street (laughs) and and so we were there in the morning when the whole crew was showing up and and we were there at like five o'clock in the morning you know to make sure that everything was right for our department we're up on top of the building and uh and the guy who's the guy whose house was right across from that tree, right? He comes out uh, to get his paper at about six in the morning, right? And we're all like, <gasps> everybody's holding their breath. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes out and, and opens the gate, and he only looks half away. Opens the gate, and, and he bends down. And he picks up his paper. See, kids, a newspaper was. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, people probably don't know what that is. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, uh, it would wind up on your on your porch at about four in the morning, and there would be your news for the day. Um, so, uh, not brought to you by Apple. So uh, he goes out and, and now he's you know on the uh, sidewalk of the street. You know, he picks up the paper, he just turns around, and he starts to head back to the house, but just as he's going back down his driveway or his sidewalk, he stops and he turns around and everybody's holding their breath because he, he kind of looked, and you could see him looking like... What's different? What's right? different, right? Yeah. What's different here, right? You know? But we did such a good job that it, that he just, he just kind of like... Eh. 
he went back in his house. We were like, high fives all the way around. High fives, high fives, high fives. And uh, so, yeah, that's it. And this is what I've always said, is at least back then, you know, a film crew was just one enormous illegal entity going down the road. <laughs> so, so anyway. Speaking of illegal activities. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to segue. Let me think. Yeah, do that. Yeah, where where are you where are you going with that sucker? I don't think you're going to land that. Well, I like speaking of illegal activities. Mm-hmm. Charles Manson. That's right. And his gang, and, and he, how Quentin Tarantino weaved this into just a, a story about there was like two stories at once for right, a, and then somehow. It makes sense to you later on, right? But you have to watch the movie to find out why. You have to. You have to watch. Did I? Was that vague enough? Yeah, that was vague enough. But but no, it was. But at the same time, because all know, the all, I was all, sitting there going, "What is the connection?" Why? All of the Manson elements were there. Let's put it that way. He did a great job. Of, I, I assume he wrote this. I have to. I don't know why I have to check. He always writes everything. Right. But Quite. no, he did an amazing job with the dialogue and everything. It's just. Oh yeah, absolutely. In in the look of it, and and, and it in it. The great thing about it is it so took me back, you know, KHJ, you know, <laughs> right. uh, the the call sounds of KHJ coming across was like, oh, my God, growing up with that, uh, hearing it all the time. Um, well, you said I was old because when the movie was starting, I was like. I remember a time I remember. when movies started when they said they were going to start. And if it starts at 8 o'clock, it starts at 8 o'clock. And yeah. you damn well only well, see two previews and maybe a cartoon. And then the movie started right on time. So yeah. you, you would show up right before it started and miss the previews, but you see the movie. Jeez. But now it's like 30 minutes. Yeah. You're waiting for 30 minutes. Wow. <sighs> wow. And you said you sound old, but then I was like, yeah. oh, now we're watching a movie about the 60s, yeah, and you're well, like, well, hold on, oh, hold I remember on. that. Be- <laughs> <laughs> See, the difference is this, is you sound old. Right. Yeah. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I am old. Right, See? yeah. yeah, yeah. B- well, but, I, I forget, but, because you have such a youthful face. <laughs> I fool people all the time. <laughs> I really do. You know what? You know, the thing is, is this, it's... It's the difference between being childish and childlike. And I'm more childish. <laughs> right. <laughs> and less childlike. <laughs> that makes sense. But um, so did I mention that I got to see Vengeance today? Oh, wait. I want to say one more thing about this one. Okay. Go back. Well, I mean, really, it's minor, but it's my only. I'm if I, I have to nitpick, it's something. Yeah, you always do. Okay, Playboy Mansion. Do you think the Playboy Mansion wouldn't have like skinnier people back in the '60s? Wouldn't they all be like Twiggy, like really skinny and see-through? I don't know. It's a weird I, point, but I, it, yeah, I thought about it when I was watching well, that scene. The way they showed Polanski was interesting, and then which is how I've I've seen him in pictures. So I guess right. he was really like that. Oh yeah. Oh, the look of things. Oh yeah. But I like the director and, that was directing the western too. He yeah, he, that was awesome. I mean, just it was a little bit uh, different than everybody else was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A, <laughs> well, it, it, and those the TV turnaround stuff like that. It was it and the was whole hippie really thing. Funny. The whole hippie versus you know yeah. like the older guy from Hollywood. With the hippies coming in. Right. You know, yeah. I, that, uh, there's a lot of different levels to this movie, a lot of different oh, it's, angles. It's, and it's, it's rocking from so, so many different So this was angles. so much better than that stupid movie he did with the Nazis. 
Oh yeah, yeah. In, I can't remember the Inglorious Bastards. In, yeah, I, I, I really ne- did not like. I that did one. not like Inglorious Bastards, but I loved this. So he's and, redeemed and, himself. And you know what? You're wrong about Margot Robbie. I loved no, Margot no, Robbie. In I this. love her. She's hot, and she's cute. Right. I just got annoyed w- with the character she was playing. She was playing the character well, probably. Yeah. But I got annoyed with this, like you know, blonde, yeah. pretty girl yeah. that was yeah. getting everything she wanted and. You know, bopping up and down, like, oh yeah, this, I'm having a great life. Well, you know what I'm saying. There's blondes I got out there. Two there's, boys. there's blondes out there that that are having a great life. You know, my female voice is amazing, isn't it? It, it is. Uh, yeah. uh, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Should we? I don't know. Do, is there anything else we can say about this? I mean, I, we can't and and, and ruin it. it I mean, it was. A, is, I think it's one of the better Quentin Tarantino movies. I think it's. I think he's actually. Then he's improved himself a lot. I, I, this, this film, I think, uh, can, prettiest it movie. should be right. It's definitely his prettiest yeah. movie. I think that this should be right under or, or right, uh, at, um, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this, this is supposed to be his ninth and last, right? <laughs> it, yeah, it's not going to be, but know. you know, that's, there you go. Anyway, <laughs> you um, I'm, I have, I absolutely have to give this four. Yeah. I mean, it was it, it hit it out of the park in every possible way. Storytelling at its best. See, I would give it a. I think I would give it a four. See, the thing is, I like the the rawness of Reservoir Dogs and right and you know, Dusk Until Dawn was pretty amazing. Yeah, but then Hateful Eight was was. Yes. So he's redeemed himself with this. He has. He, but I would he put this. Indeed. I think I agree with you. I would probably put it up there, the top three at least. But I, I'd give it a four until a certain point in the movie, and then it jumps up for me by far to like a four point four. Oh, did did I say four when I meant five? Did you say five? Yeah, I, I said four. I said five. I meant five. Yeah. See, I'm no, like, no. This is this is the top. You think of it's the, a five? Oh yeah, absolutely. I have to think about uh, it. Absolutely. This is one of the best films I've seen. I, I, I'm way up there in a high four at least. Yeah. Yeah. They, I, I I was I, kind of there's a I moment was, where I was like, I was knocked out and absolutely loved it and I dreaded this film. Everything was perfect I, though because I was it, like it was at the point where I was like, okay, explain why there's these things going on you know the thing is is this is this I'm is over so here tired and this I is over am, here i am so why the heck why <laughs> why and then right when i was thinking that oh oh it makes sense see, and, and so, the thing yeah. is, is 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 i hate the manson thing i lived through that and, and you were dreading and it, yeah. I, and i hate the fact that that all of society looks at that period of time and, and that's focuses what it's all about. so heavily when they focus on Hollywood and Southern California they focus on you know on Manson family and that's just bullshit you yeah, know yeah. i mean this it, would have been a good, decent story but without it but it's interesting how right but it's interesting how, how it's run yeah. uh it, it's it, you have to go see this film yeah uh you certainly cannot say that i'm not you're quite the five but i'm right there you way cannot up there. there's no way that you can say that you were a fan of uh of brad pitt or uh margot robbie margot robbie dicaprio yep. or tarantino and yeah. not and not love this film because it 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 is such a knock out of the park. And Steve McQueen was in there, and so were so was Bruce Lee, and so was who <laughs> yeah. else was in there? 
So yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I, I'm I'm up there, but not as high. I'm not as high You're as not you, as man. high as I. Well, I didn't have that know, cigarette. That's right, the cigarette. That particular <laughs> cigarette. That's right. <laughs> Uh, so is there anything else? I, I no. wanted to just mention oh, that. Oh, we were bringing up Vengeance. I, I, we, vengeance. We got off, uh, I don't know what happened. We didn't talk about Vengeance, did we? Yeah. We, you saw Vengeance. I and saw I'm, Vengeance. I'm envious because I want to know how awesome it was. I have to tell you, that this is what I have to say about Vengeance. Um, I have been on so many films where a group of people who know the rules, who know how to do their jobs, who are utterly professionals... Um, you mean this wasn't it? No. Uh, 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 this was a fan uh, uh, film, okay. and this was done for $30,000. i have been on films that had you know millions of dollars behind mm-hmm. it. Everybody was utterly, utterly professional. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it seemed like every time they rolled the camera, they, uh, they got utter crap, and it all came together to make just a stifling <laughs> piece of simmering... Sidewalk wow. fruit. Now, here's that was heavy. The difference. Here's here's the vengeance. Vengeance. Every time we rolled film, we caught magic in a bottle, mm-hmm. and every time the camera stopped, it was chaos. It was absolute <laughs> chaos. I mean, it, it it would it would it would rain. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would lose the props. We, the cameras would go out. We would lose the camera. We mm-hmm. would lose things Battery in the dark out. and yeah. not have a flashlight. We mm-hmm. didn't, you know, <laughs> you know, for the sake of an extension cord, I'm going to go out of my mind. Oh, no, the camera cables mm-hmm. are going out again. Mm-hmm. It seemed like there was everything in the world. Like we were the biggest bunch of idiots that you could possibly imagine. And then the camera would roll. And... <laughs> right yes yes everything would be gold it would be the uh most amazing stuff i had ever seen and and i have to tell you honestly i thought that when i was done that i had made that up in my brain you know how good it was but having seen it just today i have to say this is I'm not going to say for a fan film it was great for, mm, for a, a movie. film for yeah. a movie in general yes for a movie in general yeah, gotcha. this is going to knock your socks off awesome so um there there's that yeah. so there's that just let I was just going to let it, you know that there's that <laughs> I can't wait to see it. I'm like really anxious. In fact, I wore my shirt to remind you to yes, talk yes, about you it. Yes, you did. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> so. And I think that that ends, that ends us. It does. Yeah. Bye. Which I'm sorry if I scared you with SpongeBob this morning. Like, that maybe. was pretty scary. That, that was... <laughs> SpongeBob Vengeance. Yes. Yeah, maybe that'll be like my was, one post I put out there. Really my one post I put out there this month will be... <laughs> my picture of SpongeBob fidgets. I have to figure out how Facebook works, but I'll, I'll get it out did there. Did you Did you look on your phone to see what I texted you right then? No. Look on your It'll phone. Be a, oh, look on your be phone. A pleasant surprise Come on. here. Squidward. <laughs> <laughs> the word for today is Squidward. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the Dream Warrior Review Podcast. Don't forget to tell your friends about us, follow us, and of course, like us. We can be found on Podbean, which is an amazing app, YouTube, Stitcher, 
Alexa on any pod, iTunes, Google Play, we're on Twitter as well, at DW Review, and of course Facebook. You can find us there. You can also email us at dreamwarriorreview at gmail.com.